Hello. Hi. Welcome to Co-op with you. Not a show, but a space where I can talk to you, everyone listening, about my mental health experience, and share what I've learned. And honestly, I've learned a lot these last few months uh, about myself, my identity, uh, and really just allowing parts of myself that weren't being nurtured uh, to kind of be seen again and appreciated. Because, uh, you know, to be quite frank, I wasn't really seeing the whole picture. Uh, I was, you know, for a long time, if you've listened before, you know, I struggle a lot with my self-identity and, um, you know, self-love. And, you know, I had a deep hate for myself. And, you know, I still struggle with it. It's not really something that goes away. Um, but I'm working the best I can on it. But uh, I think I've just allowed progress to happen by being open to it. And I, you know... I'm really glad that I've taken these years to kind of put a pause on life and really say to myself, like, hey, what's important in my life? And how do I how do I get to a point where I'm like happy? And I kind of just want to share with you with you, like how I found my non-binary identity again. I've always kind of seen everyone as people. Um, I never really stuck out and saw others as gendered identities, mostly because, uh, you know, growing up in a religious household, you're really kind of told man and woman and blah, 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 man and woman, man and woman and man and woman. And these are man things and these are girl, <laughs> these are woman things. And, you know, I just never really understood why we gendered so many things and why we just kind of decided this is the re this is no normal <laughs> so i i'm happy that i found my non-binary identity and really just allowed it to be a part of my, who who i am you know this is still very new for me but I I like expressing myself outside of just the um, stereotypical gender uh, normatives that we live in life. Um, so I'm really happy to share that with everyone. And so it kind of leads me into what I've been thinking about like these last couple weeks um, about this idea of like, institutionalized success and what it really means to be successful um as a person uh, because the idea of just like making money to just make money just never really sat well with me honestly uh also this routine of like getting up in the morning to go to work to work for people that don't really care about you and you're only there to just like kind of be the worker and that's pretty much it just didn't uh, I just never really liked it honestly it, it, it didn't it wasn't really for me you know and 
I know a lot of people that love to be a nine to five because it's comfortable and I totally get it. You know, I'm not trying to downplay any sort of job that people need to do or have to do. Um, I'm just talking about my experience. And for me, um, I've noticed this kind of loop that I would have a lot with uh, these jobs uh, up until my current job, actually. But uh, I haven't actually experienced this at my current job. <laughs> I felt like I needed to clarify that. But, uh, but I would notice this loop happen over and over again where, um, you know, I would first start my job uh, wherever I was starting to work with like this excitement. Everything was like super new and interesting. And I, you know, even if it was super mundane and kind of repetitive, I, I my brain would just immediately be like, oh, this is cool. I want to learn this. I want to do this. This would be interesting if I do this. And just constantly being like in a state of learning. And that was like when I would be like the most happiest is when I always I, I couldn't expect anything to happen like everything was unexpected um and the work was unexpected i i had to learn everything on the spot and that was cool um but inevitably it would start to go into a spot where you know you get comfortable after a while right you learn the job you are happy um you're happy that you're learned the job and things aren't as chaotic as they were when you first started. Uh, you kind of tolerate your job responsibilities, uh, but you're stable, you're happy, and you can trust that the day won't change so much or at least outside of what's normal for your job. Right. And this is like the ideal spot that most people like to stay at. You know, it was something that I stood at for, a while with um a lot of my jobs because i just again i never really understood the, the value of money except for just paying my bills and that's pretty much it um, and i just never was interested in doing anything else besides just having a job to pay my bills um <laughs> so you have that loop of like you know the excitement and then the and then the comfort loop and then if you're like me, <laughs> you start to notice this repetition and recognition of like all these tasks that you're repeating over and over again, um, where you're, you know, you're doing the, the things that you were doing before that you were fine with, but for whatever reason, now all of a sudden, like it's been soured, like you're drinking bad um milk <laughs> for a lack of a better analogy uh things are just not the same anymore and you're not at, it it's starting to or already just not you know vibing with you at all um you go to your you and it's not even just like the job like you you find like little things that you start to notice like like the drive or getting ready for work and um, noticing spots on your drive that you just kind of see over and over again. And 
you're wondering to yourself, is this deja vu or is this like my active experience? And I've just never really thought to notice or take notice of that before. Um, and <laughs> I guess for me, like I had a lot of this repetition and recognition, um, it like my last job where I worked at Walmart for quite a bit, you know, and everyone needs to work a job, um, to, you know, make ends meet. Um, but I would, you know, I would like go to work and notice that I was just doing the same thing over and over again, but it wasn't like satisfying for me at all. Like, it, like I like, I love helping people, you know, uh, it's just something that I live for. And, you know, being in, <laughs> I was in the electronics department where, you know, a lot of people um, my age want to work <laughs> if they like games and movies and stuff like that. Uh, but like I said before, it's just, it, it just wasn't vibing with me anymore. And um, the comfort just starts becoming uncomfortable. Uh, if that makes sense. Every little thing that you recognize as like the comfort and like, oh, I've done this before is it starts to bother you, you know, and this is really like the lowest point in the loop that I find for myself until you get to the next part of the loop, which is breaking from it to pursue something new. And it kind of starts over again, like this whole this whole feed over and over again. And I think ideally for a lot of people, they want to stay at the comfort part of the loop. Right. Uh, but I was always just experiencing, you know, one, two, three, and four over and over and over again. Like something made me really excited to work. Uh, you know, I was comfortable. I was happy. I started noticing things and was, and started becoming unhappy and then I broke free from that job to pursue something new and something different. And, you know, I always felt like I was aimlessly wandering and chasing the pursuit of the day to day without really thinking why I was doing so. Um, you know, <laughs> I, like I've said earlier, I've all I really knew was, well, I need to get paid. I need to pay my bills. And that's pretty much it. And getting to a point where you start to question why you're just running forward without really thinking, you know, it kind of, <laughs> I know for me, it really kind of threw me through and it was something that was feeding into my depression for a long time. It was just like having this negativity towards trying to do something new all of a sudden, because I knew that I would experience this inevitable loop over and over again, you know, aimlessly running forward. It's like if I, if you, you kind of had like, if you were like, man, can you imagine like playing animal crossing without like any sort of like real, uh, attachment as to why you're even filling your house with furniture in the first place? Like, imagine if you're just there, you know, just chilling. Like, what would that look like? <laughs> and honestly, for me, I just was running forward, not really thinking about anything, uh, like why I was doing stuff. And it, you know, it 
honestly started to change when I became a parent. Um, you know, out, for me, it changed that way. Uh, I would start going to therapy. And uh, after a long time of trying to, you know, uh, challenge my core uh, beliefs, I started seeing this like uh, cockpit of my life. And it, it, okay, it sounds corny. Hear me out. I'm embarrassed to talk about this, okay? <laughs> um, but it's this rare moment of you see yourself driving the car. Um, if you listen to the last episode where I did an episode of Brain Fog, I just kind of sat in my car and talked about like what it felt like to just have brain fog and ways to like kind of get out of it. And that's kind of like what I saw with these rare uh, moments of seeing myself driving the car, you know, it, you look at yourself and you see all the things that you're doing, but it's, I don't know, something's different about when you see it this time. Like, like it's hard to really ignore the fact that this is actually what you're doing. Um, and so you just kind of have a moment. <laughs> um, and it, for me, that really culminated after multiple times of seeing myself like in the seat of like, this, this is my life. Um, you know, I shouldn't have to conform to what everyone else thinks is a successful career or success in the you know in the <laughs> am i happy just making money to make money to work a job and just like be there working a job to make ends meet without really thinking about why you know i i wasn't um and it kind of put me on pause uh just to kind of like get back to what was important. Um, you hear a lot about like other people talking about this idea of like the inner child and going back to like the things you love. Um, especially like if you've ever played, you know, I play a lot of video games and well, I played a lot of video games growing up, but, um, but when I did play something uh, that I like really vibed with, like, oh, you know, recently I, I played through the near replicant um, uh, game that just came out. Uh, Square Enix came out with a remaster of near replicant. Um, and I played Automata. And I know I knew I liked Yoko Taro's stories and his stories of about existentialism and, and like what it really means to be human. I thought that was really cool. So I was just like all in on this game. And I think for the first time, I also, it also helped that I didn't look up any like spoilers or like a guide. I just kind of was in the game and, and playing the game and loving the game. And Oh, 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 oh man. Like, 
<laughs> like it gave me the chills. I was there were so many parts playing where I was like I was back to that feeling of excitement and and having the emotions of that I I was seeking out. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I I wish I could feel this more often. Um and it kind of like made me realize that if I ever really want to get back to that point where I'm just like having emotions and, you know, really being open to the change that needs to happen in my life, I need to kind of build up to that. Um, and, and like those little things were like where I like played, played like, you know, that near replicant game and, um, you know, I allowed little earth, I allowed little things to happen so that I could have a big reactive moment and just like be, allow myself to be in that moment. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I, I know I didn't like lose myself because I clearly feel something doing this. Um, another kind of example is I, uh, oh my gosh, I, I, I haven't really been drawing and drawing really kind of gives myself this energy. Um, I know a lot of people kind of have this all or nothing mentality, at least when it comes to like, here's who's successful and here's who's not. Um, and I always kind of battled with the idea of like, I should be thinking about doing this all the time and you know my 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 head was always occupied with man i should be drawing 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 and, and like i kind of caused this burnout to happen without me re even realizing it i was just so completely burnt out because it was just everything that i was thinking about all the time so I didn't draw for like a while. Uh, I, you know, man, I, so I looked at my iPad and I'm like, how long was it that I actually didn't draw for? Okay. April. Now it's like June. Uh, that's not that bad. That's like two months. You know, I've gone longer, uh, you know, I've gone year, year and a half without drawing. And that was back in, uh, 2019, uh, back before I started drawing flowers and everything like that. But uh, anyway, a long story short, I one day I just decided, hey, I'm just going to doodle and stuff like that. And I didn't really think about it. It just kind of happened. But I literally felt my heart skip a beat. Like I was like, like I, I noticed little things about this drawing that I did like, Ooh, the line weight looks, oh, okay, I could do this with the eyebrows or, or I could do this with the face. And, oh man, I really wish I could draw hands better, but like, I want to learn how to draw hands better. And like in that moment, I'm like, okay, I still like to draw. I still love to draw. It, it's not something that like, I'm not ever going to do again. Cause I, it's very clearly a part of me. <laughs> um, That's like another example of like, the inner child and like finding 
you know, those things that really fill your soul. Um, so I say I'm so a lot. I'm super aware of it. I'm going to work slowly on correcting this because I used to just edit it out, but I'm like, I need to just not say I'm so and instead just take a pause <laughs> tangent aside. Um, so <laughs> I'm at a point where I think all these little realizations and all these things that I found about myself uh, have really allowed me to just not kind of care about what others really think of me um, in the fact of like what they think I should be doing and like what it really means to be successful. Like I should be making 60 K a year and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's not important to me. It, what's important to me is cultivating friendships, um, you know, reading stories and being involved with making stories. Um, my family is so important to me. I um, am about to have a second child, and that makes me so happy as a parent. And those things are just more important to me than just chasing the career, um, at least to me, you know. Uh, I, I really don't want to talk down to others that do want to chase the, you know, career of like, I want to, you know, be... I don't blame them, honestly. I don't blame people for wanting to change chase like wealth and stuff like that because you know everyone is struggling and everyone wants to have a breaking point where they break out of this the loop of just kind of making ends meet and but like to me i know that the typical nine to five is draining so many people like uh, and especially right now, like where stability is so important. Um, I'm, I'm just really happy that people are starting to question what stability means for each other. Um, what it really means to be successful. And <laughs> I actually told my therapist today, like I'm trying to keep my mind as open to things as possible because once you once you start saying that's how it is or even like in a, in like a micro sense i i found for myself that if i just say that's how it is that's how i start getting that black and white mindset where you know it's the the boomer <laughs> the boomer mindset of just not taking what anyone else says and even allowing it to be uh, allowing it to even coexist with your thoughts. Like, <laughs> um, so I really want to keep an open mind to everything like that. And I'm glad people are keeping, starting to like question things and starting to like keep an open mind to other, other opportunities in life. 
Um, so, so I kind of want to end this off on uh, a little practice, a little exercise um, that uh, I was talking to my therapist about. Actually, uh, I found this interesting, and she was like, "Oh, this is actually that's actually a really interesting idea." So I, I just wanted to share it with everyone here. Um, and it's this, uh, it's this exercise of taking this, the job that you have, right? The nine to five, whatever is currently making um, you money and paying your bills, your expenses, everything. Uh, and you take that time, um, you know, that you'd normally be doing at your job. And now all of a sudden... You're not committed to the nine to five, but you're still getting that amount of money and everything's still getting paid the same way. You're still getting uh, your food, you're, you're paying your bills, uh, you're, you're still able to live at your house, like everything is set. But now you have this block of time, right? What do you do with it? You know, what would, what would you do with that time? And it can, I think this is really easy to think about when you just kind of think about it at surface value. But like, if you really were to sit down and like, think, uh, like, what would I do with that time? Like, I'm sure there's so many answers that could come out of it. Um, I, I know I wrote down so many, like, you know, just spend time with my kids uh, and it could be anything. Honestly, it's not even meant to be like, this is what you're supposed to do now. Like, it's just, it's just a little like brain exercise. Like if, if you had that time to your, to yourself and you were just able to do whatever, like, what would you do? Would you like go on a road trip or do, do RVing or, uh, would you travel or would you stay inside? Would you learn a craft? Would you, would you learn how to draw or would you, uh, start something, would you make videos, whatever, like whatever. And it could be this long list that you write down and maybe something from that list is like interest, interests you like right away. And even if it's like small, like take some time to actually try to do that thing and, um, just let yourself be unabashedly excited to like try to do that thing even if you've already done it before like and if you're just trying to make time for something that you haven't made time for in a while like maybe you will do it and take that time and you'll 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 get excited as i i did at that <laughs> drawing for the first time in a while and you're like oh my god this made this made me happy this made me excited and so if you find yourself in a tight spot maybe you give this exercise a try and uh, maybe you find that thing that like you haven't reconnected with in a while, or maybe you find something new that you haven't done and you're like, oh man, this is the thing I've always wanted to do with my life. Or this is the thing that I've always wanted to do with my 10 minutes a day. <laughs> uh, find the time to like actually try it out. And you know, you deserve love too, as much as you deserve to love the people in your life. Um, so give yourself a shot. Try to try to love yourself uh, this week or this month and do the thing that you want to do. Try this exercise out. No, let me know if this works.
Anyway, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take take a nice long nap, and uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna be really happy when this podcast episode comes out because I'm like, yes, I I finally made another episode. <laughs> I finally put something out. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go sleep now. So take care, everybody, uh, and I'll see you next time. Bye.